Hey, today I'm going to teach you the right way to nurture your leads and get them to convert. Welcome to Leads Unlimited. I'm Paula Pollock. Each week I share real stories from the digital marketing trenches and execution advice on all things lead generation. Leads Unlimited is essential listening for business owners, marketing managers, sales leaders, or anyone with skin in the lead generation game. Thanks for joining me. Hey, good morning, everybody. So happy to be here and excited to talk to you today. This is a really exciting topic for me. I hope it is for you too, but I want to talk about the right way to nurture your leads with content. And what I want is I want you to understand that when people talk about marketing automation, there are plenty of systems out there that, oh, I'm a marketing automation system, but it's not the system that makes it work. It's the message that you create, okay? You can go buy a HubSpot or anything else out there and, and plunk it in there, a ClickFunnels, all of those things, Instapage, you just name one. Ed, uh, active campaign, all of those things. Put stuff out, you know, through all the social media platforms. Doesn't matter if you're not sending the right message. And so today we're going to dig deeper into your target so that we can understand that middle of the funnel. Okay. That's the meat of your business. And when I say I want, I want to get them to convert and I'm going to teach you how to do that. And there's three ways, three things you really need to understand in order to get that to happen. Okay, first of all, you need to understand uh, customer awareness in a deeper manner, okay? Uh, then we're going to talk about the customer's beliefs and how it affects their objections. And then we're also gonna match your message to the right objection at the right time. Super important stuff. So I'm going to dig right in right now because it's this is going to be kind of a hairy, intense, chewy, big chewy uh, topic today. All right. So first, let's talk about customer awareness. Now, of course, you probably you know assume oh customer awareness that's like SEO because when they Google me, I come up on top. No, not really. Not what we're talking about here. Uh, we're going to talk about your customers' awareness of everything because we're talking about products or problems and solutions, okay? Understanding a problem, okay? When you have a problem, all right, you have a flat tire. Okay, great, all right? I had to put my you know, uh, spare tire on and now I have this flat and I have to get it repaired. So that's your problem. I have to get my flat tire repaired. So I have the problem, what's the solution? Hmm, I don't know, I could call AAA and have those guys come help me. Uh, I can go to the tire store and go get you know, a new tire or I can go to my mechanic. You know, so, so there are solutions to the problem, see? The problem is the tire, the solution could be any number of things. So when you're sending uh, ads, which I hate to hear about, uh, sending stuff to cold traffic, those people don't even know they have a problem and they don't know there's a solution. Maybe it's 
that uh, in that same analogy, that person has a nail in their tire. They don't even know they have a problem yet. They haven't a clue that at any time that tire could blow or lose air in the middle of rush hour. So they don't have a problem. So they don't think of anything if you're gonna come and try to talk to them about why they should come to your shop and get their tires taken care of, okay? So now we've got, say, warm traffic. Now, this person is exactly the person I just described, the person who has the flat tire. They know they have a problem, but they don't know what the, the best solution is. And then hot traffic is somebody who's completely, knows they have the flat tire, knows they need to get it into your shop to repair. So, you know, or a shop to repair. You want them to go to your shop, okay? So a little bit different understanding. Now, when it comes to a customer's beliefs, those beliefs affect their objections, okay? And so we have to look into what we can do about that. Now I'm gonna switch a little bit and use a, a business to business example because the majority of my clients and probably the majority of my listeners are B2Bs. And we want to go into the beliefs and personal identity a little bit deeper because their beliefs and their identity of the individual person making the decision is going to matter a lot to you. Now, in a longer selling cycle in B2B, the unfortunate challenge is that you have to match the beliefs and personal, personal identity first of the person doing the research, the person bringing you to the boardroom table, bringing your solution to the table. And then whatever they're bringing to the table has to meet the needs of everybody in that room. So the best way I suggest we approach that is no matter who is showing up, we want to hit all the levels of beliefs and objections. And I think everybody tries to do that, but I think once you start bringing in branding agencies or website teams or content writers or copywriters, sometimes that message disappears and we forget about it. And our websites just start looking like a big, huge product page. And that's not always great if you haven't gone through this exercise. So let me help you. So when a customer is coming in, they have different beliefs about the, the product itself, okay? So when they first hit your site, let's just say you're a bookkeeper. That's a nice B2B that most of us can understand. Uh, so currently, a cold, a cold piece of traffic at this point, a cold lead, maybe uses uh, just an Excel spreadsheet, and they're happy with that. They don't even know they have a problem. They're completely clueless to it. And so, of course, they don't know your solution exists. So that's going to be a tough sell. Now, the next group, is who we really, really want, right? We want the person who goes, I cannot use this spreadsheet another month. I'm gonna lose my grip. I need an answer. I need a solution to this problem. 
So now you have to take that person and talk to them about your product, but in relation to their beliefs. And what that means is, what is the possibility of your bookkeeping service working? Okay, they need to know that. Is this gonna work? Who is this person? What kind of business is this? How long have they been in business? What, why would I go with this over my spreadsheet? So tell me why it works. You know, is it gonna work? Are people having success with this? I wanna know. So this is where you have to validate any objection they have and beliefs about that problem upfront. So if you're say creating a homepage, you're gonna structure it with that nice headline that talks immediately and gets right to your key value proposition. And then the very next area that you wanna talk about are these vehicle beliefs and, and, and objections. Talk to them about why your product you know, is, is great and different. Not get, don't get into too many hairy details now. This isn't a big, huge feature set, but you do need to talk in general sweeping statements about your product and what's great about it and what's unique about it and why it works, okay? You know, I'm sure there's some big companies out there uh, you've seen that have used, you know, you know, 200,000 clients, you know, happy clients can't be wrong, you know, something of that nature. That's showing them that, oh wait, other people are having success, I better take a look. And then next is more, the next is the internal beliefs and objections. Because once they get, they kind of check the box in a way, it's like, oh, okay, so this could work. Let's read on, talk to me more. And that's when you start going into their insecurities and their, you know, kind of their identity and ability issues. Now, they may say, all right, what it, will it work for my business? Or will it work for me with my skill set? That's gonna be what they, they're gonna start to kind of throw rocks at your product about. So you wanna basically talk about the, the success and why it maybe is easy to use or uh, we've worked in, we've, we work in the law industry or you know, whatever industries you covered. You know, why will it work for them? Okay, not just work in general, but why will it work for me? So tell me why that is. So that's your next layer. And then third, now they're gonna start flinging objections that you've probably heard before. I don't have a big enough team. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. Now, they're looking to see that do they have enough resources to make your product work for them? Now, that may be, do they have a dedicated person that can handle this? Do they have, uh, that dedicated person maybe needs uh, a certain skill set or you know are you going to train that person do you have something are you going to you know if you have to come into their office to do things is it going to disrupt their business you know is this something that's going to to help or disrupt you know so they're going to be looking at that and then also they're going to throw the money picture at it so if you're in a very a tightly competitive market, you may have to go ahead and uh, put your pricing structure and your features and your value, you know, your value prop right on the page. I'm sure you've seen this with a number of software services. 
they put the little grid out there and they have their different packages and what those include. And then the little check boxes go down the list and sometimes they're checked and sometimes they're not. So people can see what they're going to get for that level of service. Now, in some cases, you know, you, you're going to have to kind of close for those. So what I recommend and what I think is, is the number one best solution is to take these kind of in layers and say to yourself, okay, after someone gets to my site and I speak to them about how my service works, I'm basically going to prove that it works. I'm going to tell them about, you know, my, my, maybe some testimonials, maybe I'm gonna show some logos, give them some social proof that other people are using it. Then I need to get them to understand how it works for their business. Maybe that is a point where I'll start showing them some case studies, or perhaps maybe I have a service that I can give them a quick uh, email evaluation of their business needs and they can just click the following little boxes, and then we'll email them a, an evaluation for the business. Of course, there you go, conversion. Now you know that they're at the internal stage, right? So now you can kit them, because think about this. That person, say, fills out this little questionnaire. You know that they're, they're concerned about their internal beliefs. So now you can send them an entire email sequence that does nothing but speak to internal beliefs and, and overcoming them. And then you try to close them towards the external beliefs. What is that? Maybe is that a demo? Is that a call? Because if you put the call, a call us too high up, maybe they're not there yet and they may be offended by that. Uh, so you want to, to kind of warm them up. Again, nurture them. And then of course, three, if they're starting to throw the, do you know, is this, do I have the resources? Do I have the ability to sustain working with you in the manner that your product comes into our world? What does that look like? You know, is that, you know, you might have to have a demo, you know, maybe a live demo or a personal demo with one of your salespeople so that they can start that conversation and, and start to customize the message. And then maybe the post messaging for that, when somebody takes that demo step, take them off of the, the other email flows. You know, they, they should be removed from those email flows. And then they start to work their way into a different one. Maybe they've, you know, gone to the demo. So now we're going to start talking to them about, you know, how much time they'll save and what a great time saver it is. And the team how you can free up so many members of their team because you're going to cover that. Okay, so I mean, are you seeing that it's not as simple as just saying, you know, here's all about my product and then come over here and get a demo? Because if you do that in the wrong, you're, you're basically trying to, uh, like you said, you taking the girl out on the first date and then you wanna marry her on the second date. So, you know, make sure that you have some dates in the, in the, in the middle there. <laughs> so I always say that, but it's, it's, it's an old analogy, but it still works. All right. And then some action steps for you so that you can make uh, some, some, you know, make something of this information. What you can do is you can take an objective look right now. I'd love for you to do this and, and go and look at your website, look at your messages. 
your social profiles, you know, and, and your blogs and any top of funnel location you have right now. I mean, you know where you're getting your sources. Uh, are you helping change their beliefs in, in the proper order? You know, again, the vehicle, you know, what do you need to add or change to help them see that it's going to work, that it does work, that, that people have had success with this already? And then what about their own internal issues? You know, can they themselves succeed in using your service? You know, uh, what industries, uh, the simplicity that you, you know, you've streamlined everything so it's easy to use, you know, and, and show them why. And then the external objections. Do they have enough resources? Can it be sustained? Okay, so take a look at that because I bet you your content out there is not addressing, you know, all of these. And if you can clean that up, it's just a little bit of messaging change, uh, you are probably going to convert at a much, much higher level. Okay, hey, have a great day. Thanks so much for diving deep with me and I hope that this helps you really nail down that middle of funnel conversion copy. Okay, thanks. Now I know there are a lot of different people out there telling you what marketing tactics you should use. But are they right for your business? You can find out by joining my free Facebook group, Leads Unlimited. I'm available to answer your burning marketing questions whenever you post one. Plus, there are lots of other business owners and marketers in the group who offer their input. It's a great place to get those burning questions answered and get a daily dose of inspiration for your lead generation. The group link is in the show notes, or you can just search Leads Unlimited in Facebook.